0: That is to be the motivation for you to keep on hanging in there because you've got somebody who loves you with an everlasting love. You've got somebody that though they were dead yet they are alive forevermore at the right hand of the Father making intercession for you according to the will of God.
1: Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and Author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of Christ Bible Church in Chicago, and what a great way to begin today's broadcast, being reminded of that incredible love that God has for us. Now We're taking a look at the book of Zechariah chapter 4 today as we wrap up a message entitled Have You Said Grace, Grace Yet? And we've been learning just about the promises that we have regarding our salvation The fact that God, in his great love for us, has sent his son Jesus to the cross. He laid down his life on our behalf, paying the penalty for our sins. And all who will come to him, put their faith, their trust in him, he will save. What a great promise that we have to cling to. And that's what we're being reminded of in today's broadcast. So I do hope you'll open your Bible and join us in Zechariah chapter 4 as we hear the conclusion of the message Have you said grace, grace yet? Here is Pastor
0: Ford. So look at this promise. Notice it says, this vision is for Zerubbabel, the word of the Lord saying, this is what I'm going to do. Notice it's a particular promise, this vision. Notice it's a present promise, is. Notice it's a personal promise, Zerubbabel. Notice it's a powerful promise, the word of the Lord uh-huh. notice it's a persistent promise saying not said right, right. in other words God is gonna keep talking until it comes to pass uh-huh. so we need to keep trusting until it comes pass. Yeah. as long as God is talking I'm gonna be trusted yeah. Huh. yeah and it's a provisional promise this promise will make it happen I know I know you're saying I know that wasn't just the introduction yes it was so let me get to the text (laughs) you know Amen. So this promise will make it happen. It's a provisional promise. Now, the question on the floor is, how can this promise make it happen? I'm glad you asked. You ask intelligent questions. Notice, first of all, in verses 2 and 3, he says, because it will happen because it's a promise of his presence. Now notice what the text says verse 2 and 3 and said unto me what seest thou and I said I have looked and behold a candlestick all of gold with a bowl on upon the top of it And his seven lamps thereon and seven pipes to the seven lamps which are upon the top thereof And two olive trees by it one upon the right side of the bowl the other on the left side thereof now Let me just tell you what's going on here symbolism Symbolism is what's going on. So he says, what do you see? And so he sees a menorah Now, remember what that was. That's the candelabra in the holy place. How many articles were in the holy place? Three. Three. What were they? The table of showbread, seven golden candlesticks. What else? Altar of incense. Those three things. Who are they a picture of? Jesus Christ. All of them. So he says the picture of the menorah. Now, this is not the menorah in the tabernacle. I don't have time to do the Bible study. Okay. So what is it? He's, he's using these items as a symbol. Who is the symbol of Jesus Christ. So the, the light of the world, John 8:12, Jesus is the light of the world. Who's the, who's the uh, uh, showbread about? It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. He's light and he's provision. So if you look at the show bread, every day they had to put in 12 loaves. Why? One for every tribe. He is sufficient for all of our needs. So then John 6, I am the bread that came down from heaven. He said that five times in John 6. I am the bread that came down from heaven. Now remember, he didn't say, I'm the yeast. I'm the butter. I'm the the flour. No, he didn't come down partial or piecemeal. It's a complete salvation. It's done in Jesus Christ. And so that's what he wants us to understand. And so what's going on here? He he says, listen, I need you to understand. What do you see? I see symbols that symbolize the presence of Jesus Christ. He says, that's what I need you to know, that he's with you. And as long as he is with you, you don't have anything to worry about. See, see, you gotta know, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Though everybody leaves you, he will never leave you nor forsake you. That's why David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. The presence of God ought to make a difference in our lives. It ought to make a difference in our marriage. It ought to make a difference in the way we treat our children, the way we train our children. It ought to be a difference in the way we treat our brothers and sisters in the house of the Lord. Uh, but, you know, when you look at this thing, just write down Isaiah 43, 2 and 3. Uh, because he says, listen, my presence is all that you need. I was going to tell you about what happened in, to Jacob in Genesis 35, but I'm not. Because in verse 1, it says that, that Jesus came to him where he was and told him something. Then in verse 3, it says, was with him while he went to where he told him to go. Verse 5 says, he protected him along the way and was behind him. Verse 9 says uh, that he met him where he wanted him to be and blessed him with what he wanted him to have. Verse 13 says, he left him where he wanted him to be. He said to Joshua, as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Let me give you these. Let me just walk through these real quick. Notice not just the the promise of his presence, but notice the promise of his power. Verse 7, his power. Now, this is not human strength. We quote it all the time. It's not human strength. It's not human sense. Notice it's sustaining power. It's the Holy Spirit. Notice it's sovereign power. It's the Lord of hosts. He's saying man can't make it happen. But that's good, isn't it? Because if man can't make it happen, man can't stop it either. Can't stop it either. I'm blessing somebody that don't even know it. See, if man can make it happen, man can't stop it. But if God make it happen, only God can stop it. I will empower you to do what you cannot do. Hey, 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 you know, you know how I am right now. I'm like in a quandary now. I'm saying my back is against the wall in a number of ways. I, I'm just I'm reading a book that's just wrecking me. I'm just wrecking me. After 28 years of ministry, I feel like a novice, like a Nikki New Guy. This book is just wrecking me. I'm saying, oh my goodness, I thought I was a better leader than this. Don't you say a thing. Don't you open your mouth, don't you? Don't you, don't you breathe right now, don't you? But anyway, so, so I'm saying, God, what about this provision? You gave me the promise. I'm stepping out on your word. I look like a fool. We can't pay our mortgage. I'm talking about building a community life center. And pretty soon, we're going to talk about starting our ninth baby church. And some of you are looking at me like, this is crazy. So I'm in Colorado. I'm getting my eat on. Me and my sugar baby, we're getting our eat on. And so, I mean, we, 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 just, we just doing it up and uh I, you know i'm saying okay well we got this bill and uh waitress comes and, and i say okay what's our damage she said you don't have any damage i said look i put a hurting on y'all you know and uh you know i can't do much else but i can eat what i want to eat and you could tell i've been doing it too and uh she said no you don't you don't have any damage i said I said, my wife, I said, now, you know, I ought to get up and just walk out of here, but the Jesus in me ain't going to let me do this. Uh, Miss, we didn't pay you yet. No, she said, see that lady over there? And I looked over there and she waved. (laughs) And I was saying, you know her? (laughs) My wife said, she waving at you. (laughs) I said, you wave at her, see if she wave at you, my wife said. She said. She said, she paid. So I said, she was at the conference. What you want to bet? My wife said, she better have been at the conference. What you want to bet? <laughs> <laughs> and I, and, so, and so, so we got up and uh, went over. And, and I said, uh, uh, we were trying to recognize who you were. We, we don't live around here. Do you, you, you know who we are? You're the Fords. I've been at the seminars. You've been feeding me. I saw you in here and said, "He's been feeding me. I'm gonna feed him." I said, "Well, praise the Lord, Amen." And so she picked up the bill, went back, got dessert, because <laughs> she said, "Get anything you want." So I said, "Listen, put me one of those uh, one of those crab dinners." so I can heat it up in the hotel tonight. She, that's what she said. My wife said, ooh, don't do that. I said, what did she say? And get anything you want, I'm paying for it. That's what she said. Now, cause you not gonna do it, don't be stopping my blessing. So our wife was walking away. My wife comes talking about, make that too, make that too. Because she knew, she knew, man, she knew. You know what she knew? Here's what she knew. That night, I'll be heating them up in the microwave, cracking them bad boys and putting that butter in there. And she's going to talk about, can I have some? No. No. You had a chance just like I did. Am I right? Am I right? Oh, don't let anybody tell you you did that with me, okay? That's right. So she picked up the tab. So we get in the car, and uh, I said, "Oh, you know what? I don't know whether she made. I don't, I don't want. Uh, I want to make sure we leave a tip. So I went back and I found her. I said, "Excuse me. I said, did she give you a tip too? Because uh, I don't make, I want to make sure if she didn't give you the tip. Uh, you know, I want to give you a tip. She said, "Oh, she tipped me very well. So I, you know, I put my dollar back in my pocket. Then you know what I'm saying, I'm like, Point. What is God trying to tell me? I'll take care of it. You can't do it. So what are you worried about? Why are you up all night? I never sleep. We both don't have to lose sleep.
1: How about you? But I want to go out for lunch with Pastor Ford. <laughs> You're listening to Treasure Truth. A message entitled, Have You Said Grace Grace Yet? And we're gonna get back to this teaching in just one moment want to let you know, if you ever want to find out more about uh, this radio program or if you ever miss a broadcast and you want to listen to each and every program online, you can do just that by coming to our website. It's treasuredtruthradio.org. That is treasuredtruthradio.org. Well, let's get back to the message once again. Here is Pastor Ford.
0: Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. He gives the power. Do me a favor, We, we got you, you play the piano? Who plays piano? Somebody grab piano real quick. Okay, grab piano. Oh, you know what, can you play one of these? Okay, play one of these. Play that one. That, that's, a, that's a what? That's a, okay, I thought it was electric piano, but it's a, it's a fake piano. Yeah, it's a fake piano. Okay, now, here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. Unplug it for me Just just right wherever the power button is just 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 be it. Just just yeah, just okay now play it It doesn't play how much does that thing cost? A lot of money ten thousand not that much eight Okay Okay, about two or three. Okay. It's no good without the power Now wait a minute, that's what it's designed to do that's what it's gifted to do. But it's no good without the power. I mean, this is who we are. We are believers in Jesus Christ. We got the Holy Ghost in us. We got the Bible. But it's no good without the power. So, so we got to be plugged in to the power. Plug it in. Plug it in. the power sword. Now you got to plug it in. Now, guess what? Guess what? Now, the, the one other thing. If I play it, it's going to sound different. From the way he plays it. Who believe that? Now play something. Play something. Now let me tell you what's going on. It's it's created for this purpose. It's hooked into the power. And the master is playing it. And he's bringing forth the music that's supposed to come from it. When I get on it, it's going to be noise. Who's playing you? who's playing you thank you bro let's give him a hand yeah so the promise and notice what he says see now you got to look in the hebrew it's 7200 and strongs know what it means Raah, to see with comprehension to see below the surface here's what he's saying he told joshua the same thing in joshua chapter 6 he, he's standing at the precipice of Jericho, and he says, see, I have given you the city. See, present tent vision, what I've already given you in the future that you're going to conquer in the days ahead. See. You got to see it. Not with the eyes of the flesh, but with the eyes of faith oh i know i done made my point i'm gonna give you other points so you can just write them down but but you need to understand here's what he's saying you're an overcomer before you overcome Amen. i'm already more than a conqueror I'm already, so do you know what you got to do I, I was i was watching a fight i'm a fighting aficionado i love fighting i love fighting i love fighting we do it in the church i got to learn how to do it <laughs> and i'm watching the fight now my boy is losing and so I said, oh man. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm glad it's TiVo. And so what I did was I went all the way to the end. And I saw, it, it, it well, it was a repeat. Some of you saw it. It was it was uh Michael Moore and uh and uh what's his name? George Foreman. Anybody see that fight? Okay, I was watching that fight. And he was I mean, he was whooping up on George. You know what I'm saying, George, get him, man. It's old school you representing, baby. Didn't do any good. He was too slow. It's like when I go to my basketball court with them young guys. You know, it's, it's like my mind say, you know, spin right, go left, lay up. And my body say, who are you trying to kid? You know. But anyway, tenth round. Anybody see it? There's only there's only 57 seconds left in the fight. Big George just reaches out, bop, boom, it's over. So then I turn back and watch the rest of the fight. I ain't have no problem with it. You wanna know why? Because I understood. Big George, already knew, I already know we won. I already know we got the victory, hold on, hold on. We win already, it's already in the book. I gotta close, I gotta let you go. Here's what you gotta do. You gotta realize what Jesus wants you to do. I, I watch them Rocky movies. Anybody watch them Rocky movies? Yeah, and so Rocky 6, don't even bother. <laughs> the last one, 5, was the best one. Remember, 5 was with Tommy Gunn. Now, he's a real boxer. His name was Tommy Morrison. He's a real boxer. So you remember what happened. You know, Sylvester Stallone now that lost all his money and everything. You know, he's back up in the hood, you know. And so he's back where he was. And so he's, you know, he's there with Adrian, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so he meets Tommy Gunn. You know and he trains him to the detriment of his own son. He trains him. He gets him in the fighting shape He starts winning and then the guy who is actually like in the picture supposed to be Don King uh, He comes and he turns his head against Rocky and uh, Man, you know, he says you're a paper champion Tommy Gunn cuz you ain't beat Rocky Balboa He's the people's champion. And so he, he gets upset goes down to the bar where he is a hey, Rocky Come on outside. He said, no, no, we're going to do this in the ring. He want money. No, we're going to do this in the ring. No, I want him now. So he pushes his brother-in-law. Rocky doesn't like that. Yo, yo, come on. Come on, let's go then. You ready to go? Let's go. So they go outside. You saw it. You saw it. I mean, they were going at it. Bam, bam, bam. He was getting Tommy Gunn. Then all of a sudden, Tommy Gunn came back. Bam, bam. Remember, his head was messed up too. And so, bam, got knocked down. But while he was down, but wasn't out. He had a vision. First he saw Drago, the big Russian. Then he saw Mr. T. Then he saw all these individuals. He had fought blood everywhere. But then he saw a vision of somebody who had died, but now in his vision was alive. It was his friend, trainer, coach, Mickey. And so he's laying there, Mickey says, get up, get up you bum, Mickey loves you. Now wait a minute, now he had died, but he was back in the vision, and he was giving him a word that he had given him before, and he was reminding him of what he had said before, that he loved him. That is to be the motivation for you to keep on hanging in there, because you got somebody who loves you with an everlasting love. You've got somebody that though they were dead yet they are alive forevermore at the right hand of the father making intercession for you according to the will of God. And then Mickey said, "Get up! Get up you bum! Mickey loves you." Then it started. Dun don 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 Da 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 yo Tommy, where are you going, Tommy? One more round, and that's my word to you. You came in ready to give up. You came in ready to give up. You came in ready to give out. Listen, don't back up, don't let up, don't shut up, don't give up, because you got somebody who loves you with an everlasting love, who will never leave you nor forsake you. So you look at your circumstance that had you down, but didn't knock you out and say, yo, marriage, come on back. One more round, yo children, one more round, yo drugs, one more round, and then knock them out, because you've got a promise from the one who died for you and rose for your justification. Father, we thank you, and we praise you for your grace and goodness to us. Help us to look at our circumstance and say, grace, grace. Because we have the promise of your presence and the promise of your power and the promise of prevailing We didn't get to that you told him you started it. You will finish it ain't nobody coming to take it over You started it. You will finish it Philippians 1 6 being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ Help somebody to know you started the ministry. You're gonna finish the ministry. You started the marriage You're gonna finish the marriage you started it You're going to finish it according to the word of the Lord to his people.
1: Amen. Really powerful and biblical encouragement from Pastor James Ford Jr. today here on Treasure Truth. That is the conclusion of a message entitled, Have You Said Grace, Grace Yet? And if you want more information or if you just want to go back and listen to each and every broadcast in the series on Zechariah, come to our website. It's treasuretruthradio.org. Well, for nearly 100 years, Moody Radio has been reaching the world with the gospel of Jesus. You know, it's our goal to teach, instruct, and evangelize with Bible-centered programs like you're hearing on Treasure Truth. Millions of people across America are tuning in on the radios at home and in the car, and countless more listen online from around the world. And all of this is made possible because of our faithful monthly partners who give consistently out of their passion to make God's word available to everyone. Maybe you'd like to become a monthly partner by auto-gift at a level of $30 or more. When you do, we're going to say thanks with a special offer from Moody Publishers. They've agreed to a 50% discount on all their resources as long as you remain a monthly partner. So call 888-644-7660 or go online to treasuredtruthradio.org. Well, maybe you're interested in learning more about today's topic. Moody Publishers has a number of study Bibles and commentaries on Zachariah available. So whether you're learning on your own or preparing to teach a class, there's something for you at Moody Publishers. Become a monthly partner by AutoGift and receive your 50% discount at Moody Publishers. Again, our number is 888-644-7660 and our website is treasuretruthradio.org. Well, our producer is Amy Rios. I'm Steve Hiller. Listen again tomorrow as Pastor Ford gives us a prescription for praise on Treasure Truth a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.